This is an episode of the I Am He podcast, hosted by Joshua the Mystic. And what I'm talking today about is some very basic, basic ways to protect yourself from superstitious, hurtful thinking superstitious hurtful thinking superstition might be the single biggest uh, killer to true faith and true power superstition the number one superstition and we don't even recognize it as a superstition this is the thing about superstitions when someone has them when most people have them, it's disguised. Even though if you looked at the person from the outside in, they would look insane. They would look insane from the outside in. If you just observe their behavior, they always think someone's out to get them. There's an evil entity that's gonna get them and they're looking over their shoulders at things that aren't there creating circumstances where they do appear there complete lack of harmony have you seen these situations they're from superstition. A superstition is some belief that's rooted in nothing, no principle. A superstition is something that is not rooted in principle, in a principle of anything. What I mean by that is. There is a such thing as abundance, but there's no such thing as non-abundance. We're always going to be referring to some level of abundance, but there is no such thing as the opposite of abundance. But we've made one, and we call it poverty, like it's something. Poverty simply refers to a certain level of abundance. So ultimately, the, the quality of it is positive in nature. But we think of it as something fixed, something real. But it's not. This is insanity. We've made a monster. We've created a monster. And we do this all day. I was having a conversation with my mom, and it was—it didn't matter what I tr- what I did. It didn't matter what I did. Nothing I said could persuade her out of her her belief. 
She was scared to death to lose her belief. And so she gripped it tight. Even though it made no sense. Even to her. She started to pray me off. After I told her that her God, if I could take it from her, wasn't real. And she felt that threatened that her God would be dis would disappear or I could take it from her. It's so threatened that she couldn't have an open conversation about her belief. I don't force it on anybody, but I am adamant about them knowing why they believe what they believe. If they believe something, I'll question it. I'll ask about it. And when I shine it under the light of their own reasoning, it crumbles in front of their face. In her belief system, God became man. And I asked her, I said, since that's past tense, that means you are God. And she says, no, no, no. I don't believe that. I know you're trying to make me say it. You're trying to trick me into saying it, but I'm not saying it. And I'm like, look, you just said that God became you. And what does that mean? Who are you then? In your own belief system, this is your own belief system. And I told her, I asked her, I said, well, what does that make you? And she said, I'm not God. I said, no, what does that make you based on your belief system? She wouldn't say it. Her own belief system was crumbling under her own reasoning. She reasoned it out and then said, I don't believe it. I'm, go I don't, I'm gonna believe what I've believed up until this point. That's what she says. I'm telling you, some people's belief systems are so stuck that even the light of their own reasoning won't make the seeds germinate right away. But they will germinate. After, after uh, one is exposed, has exposed themselves, even for a slight second, to, uh, to the absolute truth, they're forever uncomfortable in, uh, in a partial truth. 